You are listening to Social Media Decoded, a podcast dedicated to helping entrepreneurs and business owners simplify social media and thrive online. We provide actionable information that you can use and see results. I'm your host, Michelle Thames, and let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Social Media Decoded podcast, the number one podcast to help you understand social media better so that you grow your business, get more clients, and monetize. And today, I am so excited because I'm talking to Luann, and we are talking about how to use Facebook ads, right? How to best leverage Facebook ads and use them on autopilot. I know that so much has changed when it comes to Facebook ads, and we're going to get right into the nitty gritty and give you everything that you need to know. So welcome to the podcast. So excited to have you. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me on. Yeah. So tell us a little bit more about yourself. How did you get started in social media and Facebook ads? Because Facebook ads, everyone, I'm sure you know, is very intricate. So how did you get started with all of this? Yeah, great question. Um, It actually started when I was in university, not the advertising part, but social media. I worked at a co-working space and I got to meet a lot of freelancers and entrepreneurs. And I was kind of introduced into the whole like contracting world, freelancing world. And then I started doing freelance social media management uh, for quite a while while I was finishing my business degree. And then afterward, I had, I think during school, I had three co-op placements. So like Uh, work placements. And then after school, I had four jobs. So I jumped around a lot. Yeah, it took me a while. Well, I didn't actually end up settling on anything. Nothing was quite a good fit for me. It was all marketing related jobs. And I learned so much, but it just the workplaces just didn't jive well with who I am. Um, So at the most recent job I had, it was a marketing agency, one of the more reputable ones in the town I live in. And they really invested in me, which I'm really grateful for. They showed me that I took the Facebook Blueprint course. I got in touch with a Facebook specialist themselves, like the ones that work with Facebook. And I got to take control of client accounts for advertising. And it was so interesting. This was all in 2020, where it was like super low cost ads. And then everything spiked afterwards after everyone realized they need to go digital and go online. So that's how I learned about Facebook and Instagram advertising. And then I started my business at the end of 2020, um, just decided if I want to be happy in my job, I got to work for myself. And then I honed in my services to advertising because I noticed a huge gap in the market. It seems like not many people are talking about Facebook and Instagram ads. Oh, I love that. And yes, because I I worked um, for a beauty brand and we outsourced the paid ads portion. And so everything that... I teach and that I, you know, know and have done is organic. And so Facebook ads is a whole nother beast. And so that's so cool how you got to get some real hands-on experience and say that, okay, I have this, I have this down pack and I'm just going to go and start my business. And you're absolutely right. It's just so exciting that we can do this. This wasn't a thing like 10 years ago, you know, it wasn't a thing to do, have an agency and run Facebook ads. So I love your story. Um, It just shows that no matter what, even the 2020, 2021, like businesses were birthed and from our skill sets that we already possess. So I love that story. So I want to talk about some tricks on how to create Facebook ads. I know that, like you said earlier, 
they were really low cost and then they jumped. So what are some low cost and high cost or high converting ads or tips that you have for creating the best funnel for consistent ads? I don't know if that, that question, let me, let me bring it back. Tell us some tricks on how to create Facebook ads that are low cost, high converting and get sales. Yes. I love this question because it has changed so much. People think so much like when they think of Facebook ads and Instagram ads, they think, okay, I have this high ticket offer. It costs like over a thousand dollars. I want to run Facebook ads to it so I can sell it on autopilot. But Facebook ads don't quite work like that. If you think about it, it's not just like investing money and then getting money back immediately. These are real people that are seeing your ads. And if it's over $1,000, they have to think about purchasing it. They're not just going to see an ad once and be like, yep, I'm good to go. Here are my credit card details. They're going to think about it. And with advertising, your ad shows up and then it might not ever show up again for that person. So that's why I really encourage people to have a free offer that they run ads towards. So it's a no-brainer. People want to put their email in in exchange for that free offer. So that's the highest converting ad campaign you can run is to grow your email list with like a freebie or a quiz or like a free masterclass. That is like the number one best way to do it. And then when people are in your email list, you can remarket to them because email marketing has a 40 times return higher than any other platform. And I feel like I just learned that recently, but wow, what a statistic. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) So Using Facebook ads to grow your email list is super low cost. And then to market to people on your email list is the way to get your money all back and then some. It's, um, it's yeah. So you use Facebook ads at the top of your sales funnel and then you use email to nurture them and market to them and sell to them. That was right on point. I hope everyone's taking notes because we all know that <laughs> gems get dropped here on the Social Media Decoded podcast. And I love that. And I, you know... That free offer, definitely, once they get into the email list and you nurture them, they have a higher chance of buying, right? Like you said, I don't, I wouldn't personally buy something, oh, $1,000, I'm going to just give up my credit card and buy this. No, like, have I seen this person or this business before? Let me look into the business. Let me get some more information. People are thinking that and they are going further. They're not just going to buy from one single post. So I know it's super important to be out there. I do want to ask this question really quick. What what are your thoughts on having an organic social media presence before starting ads? Do you think that's important? Um, I think I think it depends on your industry. If social media is something that really lights you up and you love connecting with people online, then like 100%, yes, it's an amazing strategy because the more you grow your network and connections on social media, the bigger audience you have to market to. So you can target people that are following or engaged with your Instagram account and people that look like people that are interested and engaged with your Instagram account. Um, But if if you don't like social media, if you don't want to show up on social media, you can still run Facebook and Instagram ads. But like if the content you're putting out isn't going to be good, then organic marketing, like you you can do it, but you don't have to. I like that. And it, it depends. It really does depend on the content, which is always so important. So I, now I want to talk about some of your favorite campaigns to run during a launch that gets a follower to a customer conversion. What are some of your favorite ways to do that? Yes. Um, So this kind of is similar to the strategy I talked about earlier. So you have that 
free offer. Typically there's a masterclass or like a challenge when you have a launch. So you would run Facebook ads towards that. And typically you want like a decent ad spend. If you can have a decent ad spend, of course you can spend as little or as much as you want on Facebook and Instagram ads. Uh, But you run ads towards that free masterclass. And then after the masterclass is over, you can use an ad campaign to remind people to purchase your offer. So you could use uh, people that attended the masterclass as your target audience, people that have engaged with your social media posts, visited your website, visited the landing page for your offer, and then you remind them to purchase. But it's important to keep in mind, they may not purchase it straight after seeing that Facebook or Instagram ad. So have some patience and just know that it's like a reminder. It's not necessarily that end call to action. Because again, you're going to be using your email list the whole time to market to these people. So that's where like the end conversion typically will come in. Oh, that's important too. What you said, like it might not happen right away. Um, Do you think that with Facebook ads and Instagram ads in general, like it does take some time for people to I guess, believe, like, know, and trust, right? So do you think they need to see it over and over and over again in order for them to actually pull out their wallets and buy? I think so. I think with paid offers, so the the way I kind of break it down is you have a cold audience, people that aren't aware of who you are and what your brand is. They're super great for your free offer because it doesn't take a lot to convince someone to sign up for your free offer. And then you can nurture them in your email sequence. But if you have a paid offer, you want to target people that know you a little bit better. So that would be your warm audience. And I include people that have visited your website, Instagram, Facebook, and lookalikes of all of those. Those are going to be a more engaged audience for your paid offer. But again, if people, if it's a high ticket offer, people are going to need more time to think about it. So maybe they will need to see your ad multiple times, or maybe it's something like capturing their information and then remarketing to them via email. It's just like having your expectations in place and knowing when someone sees your ad for the first time, they might not pull out their wallet. But if they're completely warmed up, then they are more likely to. I love that. I love that. Now I want to talk about mindset because I feel that you have to have the right type of mindset when it comes to social media. So how has shifting your mindset about social media changed the game for you? Because I know that social media is very much on everybody's mind, especially Instagram. It's like, we have to do all these things, jump over backwards, post 50, 11 times to really, you know, get in the algorithm. So how, how have you shifted your mindset when it comes to all of this? Yeah. Oh, great question. I feel like I have went through quite a few mindset shifts when it came to social media. Um, I think the first time Instagram came out was when I was like 14, 14 or 15. I was pretty young. So I was in high school. Um, and at that time, everyone was obsessing over followers, how many likes your photos get. And people were obsessing over that on Facebook too, how many friends you had, um, how many likes your photos got and all of that. It was just a recipe for disaster for like a teenage girl. And I'm sure I'm not the only one that feels like that. It, um, I think it took me getting out of high school and connecting with people in real life in university and like in workplaces for me to realize like the digits and the vanity metrics on my social media don't actually matter that much and they don't at all relate to popularity. So that was kind of a mindset shift. And then I started discovering accounts that I could really look up to like business mentors and people that were just going out there and doing the things that I wanted to do in my career. It's such an incredible place 
to be online if you're looking at the right content and surrounding yourself with people that make you feel expansive as opposed to people that you're comparing yourself to over and over and over again. And now we can mute social media accounts, which is just like a tangent, but like a beautiful, beautiful thing. (laughs) Um, So I would say that was another mindset shift. And then when I started my business, um, I definitely felt a lot of pressure to post, yeah, three times a week at least, show up on stories, talk to my phone, which I was not comfortable with at the time. It's grown on me now. But I just had all these hard set rules towards social media. I was trying to follow the biggest guru's strategy that was happening at the time. And then I kind of let go of all of that. And I was like, what if I just like follow my inspiration, create when I'm inspired and show up when I'm inspired and just like let that be what happens. I have my ads running that are growing my email list. Don't need to beg my followers to get on my email list. So like, why not let just let social media be fun and a tool that I use for my business, but not like what I put all of my self-worth into. That's everyone. Please rewind this portion and listen to what she is saying. Do not put your all into social media. Everything is superficial. You don't even know who's telling the truth or not. I love how you said, let's just bring Instagram especially back to what it used to be, the fun app where we showed up, posted our content, grew our community and kept it moving instead of worrying about how many people liked it, how much people did it reach. Oh, did somebody share it? Let's let's bring it back to that because there's burnout happening. And I do believe that it's because we are trying to keep up with the algorithm. So I love everything that you just said. I hope people take notes and rewind that back because that was gold. Thank you so much for sharing that tip with us, because I think that it's very important for us to look at social media in a different, in a different light. Absolutely. absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Before (laughs) we head out today, I want to just ask one question about video in ads. Now we've shifted right from static photos to videos. Do you think that, and from your research, videos perform better and should businesses and influencers and everyone, should we focus on video ads versus just a text or a static post? Yeah, great question. Um, it's, it's so interesting to dive into this one. So the difference between Putting a post on Instagram that's just a still image for, and um, putting one into your ad campaign is you're you're giving money to Facebook to show your still image to people. So they're going to use it and they're going to use it to the best of their ability. But the algorithm for organic marketing uses it very differently because you're not paying anyone to get your post in front of anyone. You're just like, I really hope this gets in front of the right people at the right time. So there is that difference. Um Video content is a great way to nurture your audience. I found that it gets a lot of clicks, but um, with ads, I find people really want the information right away and to not have to sit through a video before they convert. So maybe just like a super short and snappy video, like under 10 seconds would be perfect or still like, you know, you can create them in Canva, just like images with text that move a little. Those were great. Like on Instagram story placements, those ads perform so well. And images still have a place, like in carousel posts as well, of course. Um, Different people like to interact with ads in different ways. So they're kind of all still relevant, but the added video component just means it's something to test. So 
having like a still image in your ad and then a video and then maybe a carousel to see which one's going to perform the best and which one your audience likes most. Oh, I love that. Oh, that was so good. This has been, you have dropped some gems. I just wanted to thank you for all the gems that you dropped about Facebook and Instagram ads, because I do know that this is a subject that a lot of business owners struggle with. Um, And especially with all the changes and all the things that have happened over the last few years, people may be losing hope in Instagram and Facebook ads. So maybe, hopefully this episode will give you all hope that there is still hope and placement for Instagram and Facebook ads, and you can absolutely use it in your strategy to reach more people. So thank you so much for this amazing episode. We would love to know where we can find you online. How can people work with you? I need to reach out to you because I do not use Facebook ads. Everything that I do is organic, and it has been this way. Um, I've just been very fortunate. I started this 13 years ago, right? And so um, I know that it's time for me to probably reach a cold audience and reach out to some people instead of relying on the algorithm all the time. So let us know where we can find you. Yes, absolutely. So you can find me on Instagram. I am there way too much, just like we all are, Um, just at Luann Jardine. And then for how to work with me, I have done for you services. So I offer a VIP day for Facebook and Instagram ads. If you want to get that up up and running and you don't want to like touch anything, I'm your girl. And I also have a new program that will be launched by the time this episode comes out. Uh, It's called Dream Audience on Autopilot. And it's a done with you program. So it includes coaching, a community and all this coursework. It shows you how to create a business plan, how to execute your business plan, how to create a freebie to grow your email list, your email sequence, how to create the ads themselves, copy graphics, all the things, all the tech setup, all the nitty gritty. It's all in there. So I really like dumped my brain into this program. Really excited about it. Yes. Oh, that sounds amazing. And I'm sure so many listeners take her up on this offer. If you need someone done for you, or if you're like, okay, I can do this myself. She has that for you too. So thank you so much, Luann. This has been an amazing episode. We are about to level up with our Instagram and Facebook ads. Thanks to you. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for being a listener of the Social Media Decoded Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I hope that you got some gems. If you got some gems, make sure to tag me on Instagram at Michelle L. Thames and share those gems with me. I cannot wait to talk to you all in the next one.